There is a thin veil that protects humanity from the horrors and darkness of the other. Within the other lives everything that our minds can bring to imagination. Or maybe it is not imagination at all, and just a thinly veiled reality that our mind cannot believe to be true. The veil is the will of humanity to protect the innocent from the dangerous and the horrible. A pursuit to ensure that the darkness of the other does not consume the world. The vanguard are those who uphold the veil, who know the truth of the horrors and fight it every day to protect the innocent. They must ensure that the balance is maintained and the darkness held at bay. We are the vanguard of the veil. Welcome back, everyone. We were just speaking with dilettante Lars Mikkelsen and his story and his company, LIF Pharmaceuticals. So where were we, Lars? Well, I really wanted to take a moment and talk about how we at LIFE have been making a difference. When I first visited Jemapol, Latvia, I realized how little people had around the world. I created an infrastructure there and provided clean water and jobs to help raise the people in that town. Our facilities at LIF also have zero submissions and recycle all of the energy and waste it uses. This renewable type of energy and facilities is the future and how we will hit net zero by 2050. People don't want to talk about climate change and that is when I lost my faith in our politicians and governments. People are a... Uh, a virus upon the planet, and if we do not control our populations and our carbon emissions, we will soon destroy our alma mater, or our nourishing mother. Acta non verba is a term my grandfather would always say, which means deeds, not words. Your grandfather, he was a big influence in your life? He was. Uh, he was a visionary. He started the Deus Automotive company in Sweden, but we did so much more. He was a part of his community. He created homes, parks, and contributed to the towns and cities. People loved him and followed him until the day he died. Uh, that is when I took over, and now want to honor his name. Lars, we need to take a short break, but we will be back with more from the person of the year, Lars Mikkelsen. Welcome everyone to another session of the Vanguard of the Veil, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast powered by the Apocalypse System. My name is Fred and I am your keeper and joining with us tonight, Tim. Hey everybody, it's great to be here. Uh, thanks for having me. I play Andy, I have a, a, a hair in my eye. I play Andy and our pronouns are he, him. V. Hi, everyone. I play B, and our pronouns are she, they. Matthew. What up, everyone? It's Matthew here. I play Agent C, and our pronouns are he, him. And so are mine, because I forgot to mention them earlier. <laughs> oh, boy, it has been a while Holy since crap. we have played. Holy crap. A couple yeah, weeks. V, yeah. v, it's been like five months. Do you even remember what 
I don't even remember what game we're playing. <laughs> that, that, right that is, that's yes, that is correct. Voice, yes. So I guess you do remember some stuff. Yeah, it was great to have your husband on for a little bit. And uh, we got into some real shenanigans. Can I say that Sam is still a very handsome individual? Oh, yes. Listeners, if you have an opportunity. 100% hmm. smash. <laughs> uh, I would hold hands with Sam. You should. Yeah. He's a good hand. Mm-hmm. Is, good he, is he? Uh, does he have greasy hands or like sweaty palms? Absolutely. Is how not. greasy is Neither. he in any given moment? <laughs> on a on a scale of a McDonald's hamburger to a head of lettuce, I'd say he is in the realm of a kumquat. I was gonna say a tomatillo, but because <laughs> I felt work. like that was as weird as I could get. <laughs> On the last episode of Vanguard of the Veil, at the bathhouse, Sam, Andy, and Agent C fight a monster, a large, otherworldly, shadowy blob which has been absorbing humans and growing in size. As the monster grows, the team withdraws to the streets, uh, where it continues to grow, so large, in fact, that it begins to get shocked by overhead electrical lines. In an effort to control the monster's size, Agent C and Sam get bystanders away while Andy combats the beast with his spear. Eventually, Sam lures the monster into electrical into an electrical transformer, causing an explosion, after which the monster disappears. Oh, man. And, you know, I just want to point out that that creature was incredibly unique and, mm-hmm. uh, for lack of a better term, quite alien. Okay. I, I said otherworldly, that. okay? That's fair. That's better than alien. Otherworldly is good. <laughs> I like that. B. It has been a long time since we have played with you, so I'm going to start with you. Alexander Skarsgård and B had spent oh, some time yeah. away uh, in hiding. And after several days, he had set you up with employment at LIF Pharmaceuticals after you had informed him about the different incidents uh, that you've been a part of, both with Sigma and Macabre. And now you are investigating the pharmaceutical compound known as LIF. To begin, please roll Investigate a Mystery. God, this is not good. Seven. Okay, so that is a partial success. As you spend the kind of first week or so, you kind of go through the rounds, you go through orientation, you are introduced to, you know, different employees that you work with, the general areas that you're allowed to frequent, and you're given a low-level pass um, as you are hired on as a brand new pharmaceutical scientist. The first couple of days, you kind of just get to know people, and you befriend a fellow employee by the name of Laura Lennon. And Dr. Lennon uh, is kind of like your partner, and you are doing some low-level research for some type of you know, pharmaceutical. Is there anything you would like to explore? Okay, Fred, you said L-F-I? L-I-F, Life Pharmaceuticals. Now, you know this name because it is both associated to originally Sigma, which was the drug that was turning people into, fuck, why do I want to say Chupacabra? No, no, it was the other one, the first Oh, uh, Wendigos. Wendigos, thank you. I want to say Chupacabra for some reason. 
Macabre was the ghouls, yes. So the first session that we had, you uh, were researching the Sigma incident, and uh, these feral people were uh, eating people, and it was a drug called Sigma. And uh, you had some way to associate that to LIF. And then a couple of sessions ago, you came across another drug called Macabre, and this was associated to a clinic that they were turning patients into ghouls and you got into an altercation there and then went to jail and then uh, Alexander Skarsgård and you had left and decided to lay low and now you've been set up at LIF the compound a huge compound in Mayacopa Springs you've come to find that the company itself LIF is a huge company and it is part of the reason why mea culpa is as advanced or successful or on the map uh, as it is because a lot of the money is funneled back into the city um, they have a foundation and they basically helped you know develop the town square and the small city park is funded by lif and on the surface it seems like a very philanthropic great company to work for. The employees are very happy. Uh, they only have great things to say uh, about the company. And also the owner, Lars Mickelson, who is uh, who you have come to find out from the gossip from Laura, the richest man in Sweden, uh, who is the owner of LIF as well. Ooh, okay. That was a lot. Really exciting. Glad to be back. Wish I had uh, really looked at my notes ahead of this. <laughs> um, you said I am some kind of a pharmaceutical scientist. Yes. So Alexander Skarsgård has set up a fake identity for you and uh, was able to set you up with an interview to which you have gotten hired as a pharmaceutical scientist. The reason for this is because you want to look into the occurrences that happened before with Sigma and Macabre. Okay, and what is my fake name? Ooh, that's a great question that we will come up with together. P. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> v. Okay. P. Yes. T. Perfect. Okay, B. T. T. Uh, no, that's not my name. My name is going to be Beatrice, guys. Come, oh. come on. T could have been short for Tango. Ugh. But that's not it. It's Beatrice. All right, All right Beatrice. All right, I, I, got, I got you. <laughs> uh, Beatrice, uh, last name, money. Hell yeah. So, Fred, I failed my investigate a mystery or it kind of failed it um but i'd like to know where where my colleagues maybe go for like after work drinks and stuff okay like wh where's the after hours hang so you find out that most of your colleagues go to a place called marty's seems good it's a local restaurant. Uh, unfortunately, the it food rules. is not <laughs> the food is not that great. But you have been there once before. Shut up! Isn't that the place where we went and the guy and I said that you have a job to do? Yeah, right. He's our guy in the chair. Is... Yeah, <laughs> oh. he was the uh, he was the manager and he helped you with the jangly man mystery when you yeah, had okay. Deandra with you. 
I can only suspect that something untowards is happening at that restaurant now because... There's no reason to go there. The food and the drinks are both bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, their happy hour is quite decent. Okay, the happy hour is good. And Laura has informed you that she loves the uncrustable speared martini that they have. <laughs> uncrust. We should go to jail. Speared <laughs> martini. Oh my god. Yeah, Marty's is known for their martinis. Oh my God, Fred. Gross. Okay. Well, um, so my next question will be like, how have Laura and I have been getting along? Are we like BFFs now? I, I uh, would say you have uh, gotten along very well. Great. Great. I am always excited to make a friend. Um, so Laura, I was just wondering, uh, we've been getting along so great now. And um, basically, I was just trying to find out, do you have a Nintendo Switch? A Nintendo Switch? Um, oh, you know, my I, my son has one. We bought it for him for Christmas several years ago. Oh, yeah, you should you should definitely get on there and play some games. It's quite relaxing after a day of uh, pharmaceutical scienteering. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I could definitely look into that. Uh, is there any games you suggest? Um, yeah, just basically all of them. So, you know, I, I enjoy playing games all hours of the day and night. And uh, I guess if I had to choose one, I, I suppose Fire Emblem is a really great one for you to start on. Oh, okay. That <laughs> yeah. sounds fun. And... Um, you know, I mean, since we're such good friends in real life, then perhaps we could be friends on the Nintendo Switch Network, too. You could meet my friend Andy. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds fun. I could definitely get into that. Andy is a very good boy, in fact. Um, I really miss him. I haven't seen him in, like, a long, long time. At least two days, perhaps five weeks. That's a very vast amount of time it's it's basically since i've been working here oh got yeah. it yes that's it. that makes sense i mean our hours are erratic and long and no i get it i feel like sometimes the only friends i have are you know the people i go to marty's and drink with i thought you had a son why are you going oh but I, yeah but i don't count my husband and my son as friends i mean oh you know yes. Uh, so we're going to be going out to drinks, you know, af afterwards, you know, you and me having drinks at Marty's. Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry I haven't invited you. You should come. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite interested in that uh, dill pickle martini. Yes, yes, that is fantastic. That one would be good. That one would be good, legitimately. They also have uh, jalapeno stuffed olives in the martinis. You know, I prefer a dirty martini, but don't tell anybody. I, I, I have to be quite honest with you. I, is that I don't know the difference between a clean and a dirty martini. Oh, it's just olive juice. They put olive juice in the martini. It makes it dirty. It makes me feel risky. Olive juice makes you feel risky. Well, it's the taste. It's so salty. and Oh, salty. 
All right. Uh, well, I guess that's all we've got to talk about, and I'll see you later <laughs> after I visit the company cereal bar. Okay, well, I guess I'll see you later, Dr. Money. <laughs> it's a normal name. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's your last name when you're a doctor. I forgot I was a doctor. <laughs> you shouldn't tell me. Yeah, I'll I'll meet you at Marty's and I'll reserve a table. It'll be under Dr. Money. Okay, uh, I'll see you later. All right. Um, so we will now take it to Andy and Agency. Okay, I'm ready. Andy and Agency, you've had several days um, since the last incident um, where Sam Brady had joined you with the otherworldly creature that you had dispatched. Um, things have been kind of quiet uh, for the last couple of days until there is a phone ring on Agency's table. I answer the phone. <laughs> NS9, Agency, how may I help you, sir, ma'am? Uh, yes, um, Agency, Sergeant Cruz would like to see you. You're just gonna, you're just not gonna say hi. You're just gonna call me up. Is that, is that how, is that what's going on now? I'm sorry, agents. It should I apologize? Oh this no, is it's, it's Isabel. Fine. It's I. Who? Sorry. Are you new? What? What's happening? Um. Yes, I am. Uh, the new secretary to Sergeant Cruz. Oh. Um. He would like for you and uh Andy to meet with him in his office. Okay. Uh, we'll be up in just a moment. Okay, great. Thank you, Agency. And I'll hang up the phone. Hey, uh, Andy, did you hear about the new assistant upstairs? Fred, did I hear about the new assistant upstairs? You know, uh, you are probably connected to the water cooler chatter of some mm -hmm. of the other, mm -hmm. you know, employees in your office. We have it a Slack channel. Like, yeah, it seems like Delilah, since the day that you received your spear, mm -hmm. um, that day when the otherworldly creature came, Delilah hasn't shown back up to work since that day. And okay. a new secretary by the name of Isabel has taken over uh, and works for Sergeant Cruz now. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure what happened to Delilah, but she's definitely not here anymore. Uh, maybe she's visiting family or something like that, but... Yeah, oh. uh, this this new person seems fine. Yeah. Okay. Well, <clears throat> anyway, so, uh, yes, we got called upstairs to go talk to Sergeant Cruz. Both of us? Hell yes. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I strap my spear to my back. We've been over this before. You can't walk through the doorways like that. Uh, yeah, I bump it on stuff, but how else am I going to get better at it? If I don't bring it with me Can't wherever you, I go, does it collapse or something? Can or like does it like? I mean, if it you, like, does, I don't screw it and know. Put, make it two parts or something. Uh, not that I know of. I mean, Fred, is there anything jumping out at me here? I mean, I've, I assume he's tried to no avail. Uh, yes, yeah, so you've actually have kind of not been playing with it, but intimately <laughs> training, been getting to please. know the spear very well. Yes, training. Um, it is not a pool cue there is no way to unscrew it and make it into two pieces it's actually very ancient looking um it is well worn um there are a lot of what you would consider maybe like writing or mm -hmm. sigils or whatnot runes um, along yeah exactly along the blade of the spear as well as the the wooden shaft as well Something about it kind of tickles the back of your memory. It's something from your past. You yeah. have seen this before and, and, and you I mean, can't I saw just my, quite place it. Like ancestor use it, right? So the 
vision that you had mm-hmm. did have some kind of demon creature using it and you recall seeing oh, that's that right. but there is something more to it and you can't quite put a finger on it and i don't know maybe if you were to dive into your memories or look at old photos of your family or maybe even get in contact with somebody from your family yeah it might help ring a bell gotcha but right now i ain't got none of that so sorry agency i i gotta take it with me just like this uh and i probably start using it like as like a walking stick so it's not uh shooting so far far and breaking overhead lamps and things of that nature all right well let's head up so the two of you clamber loudly up the, the stairway and you make it to Sergeant Cruz's office, uh, where normally you are greeted with a friendly uh, welcome and smile from Delilah. Uh, you're only given kind of like a cold wave from this new woman named Isabel. Uh, she waves you towards Sergeant Cruz's office door. That wasn't very... I guess it's efficient, but whatever. Thank you. Well, you know, she'll get more comfortable here and you know, maybe she'll open up. We'll see. You know, we don't want to rush anything. Yeah, we don't want to judge a book by its cover or its first chapter. Right. You know, we she, she doesn't know. We all let our hair down here a little bit. You know, we're, we're We like we're to have relaxed. fun. Yeah. We're, uh, are you going to continue to talk or are you going to see the sergeant? Oh, I'm uh, I, my hand's on the door already. Sorry. Yeah. So we're, we're just going in. We're just going to go okay. in. Thank you. Sergeant. Good to see you. Sarge. Gentlemen, sit down. Gladly. All right. Well, uh, let me start off by saying great job on that last uh, mission with Sam Brady. That creature was uh, otherworldly. Yeah. uh, Alien almost. (laughs) I would probably use the term otherworldly. Um, Alien makes it sound very specific to those movies from, you know, the 80s. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But uh, I appreciate your reports on it. All of the information that you've provided has actually gone into our manual. So we do have uh, <gasps> manuals to hand out. Uh, Andy, if you want to grab a copy of that on your way out, uh, Isabel should have one for you. Hell yes. yes. I don't have to uh, use my old writing manual anymore. I can have like a real one. This is great. This is great. Thank you. And you will uh, not also, regret it. of course, of course, it also references both of you now as – Yes. Well, you have brought a lot of information to a new creature, and uh, it's been a while since we've had a new addition to the manual. This so. this is like my birthday all over again. This is the best day of my life. Thank you, sir, so much. So That's, did uh, did we end up going with the name we suggested for the new creature? Well, I, what was the name again? <laughs> what did what did you suggest, Andy? <laughs> I don't remember. That was so long ago. This was our opportunity to make something up. I didn't actually. We didn't. We didn't suggest oh, anything. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. You know, I assume in our reports we would have uh, dubbed it something stupid like Blorbo. Yeah, Shadow I, I, Orb. Blorbo. Yes, Blorbo. Your suggestion of no face was actually denied. We went with aberration for now until oh. we could get more information. On I was going to say Blorbo. Yes, we also denied Blorbo as well. That's we, fair. Yes, took that into account, but that's, that's it's not stupid. a very good name. Fair. Yes. Right. Well, I just want to let you know we've received an invitation. Oh. Uh, yes. To what? For what? Well, our office, our uh, department has been kind of put in the limelight recently with some of the incidents that you have uh, taken care of. And uh, the 
company, LIF Pharmaceuticals, uh, <laughs> wants to honor our department and invite you over for, um, I don't know, uh, for a PR situation. They're supposed to present some kind of honorary plaque of mea culpa. I don't have the fucking time to do this, so I'm going to need you to do this for me, agency. I mean, Sarge, we- I mean... But aren't they the ones that are tied to both of the most or some of our most recent cases? Yeah, sir. I don't think we should help uh, with their PR. They seem explicitly bad. Well, gentlemen, that's allegedly, of course. We don't have any real. This isn't a courtroom, so I can say whatever. I I, I appreciate being recognized for anything, or even the department being recognized for the hard work that we do. The men and women of this department, and everyone who's affiliated with us, and you know, Do you so. really think I care about the fucking plaque? I need you guys to get into the compound and infiltrate their people and find out what's uh, going on over there. Oh, okay. This is right, the right, perfect right. opportunity course, course, for course, you course. to That's get in there. I was going to say, from a funding perspective, Jesus you know, the you know, being Christ able to agent. put this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, is there anything else I could do for you? You uh, have your mission. No, who's, our, who's our uh, contact over there? Uh, yes, so their uh, representative, her name is Kuska Konieska. Um She is, uh, I guess, their head representative that works directly for the owner. Did we, we've met her, right? I don't know. I, I, that's do I, I, don't, I don't think so. The <laughs> no. name does not so, ring a bell. Andy actually hacked into oh, um, Penelope's gotcha. computer at the Brightview Clinic, and you found emails from LIF from somebody named Kuska Konieska going yes. to Penelope Flores at Brightview. Yes, that's what it is. Thank you. Yes. Okay, well, that's great. I, I, I saw some emails from her, so I'll go study them up because I'm not supposed to know about them, so that could be super helpful. Sir, I get up and leave, I guess. I don't know. Shit. All right, we'll get Dash you a report as soon as we have some info. I accidentally stab his wall with my spear. Oh, oops. Jesus fucking Christ, Andy. All right. Get, they Andy, gave get this you get, I, I mumble as I'm pushed out the, the door by C. Wow, okay, a new so, manual? Isabel, can we have a new manual, please? Uh, she points to a book that is on the edge of her desk. Uh, it is a shiny new version of your field manual. Ooh. As you flip through it, Towards the very end, under the credits, after a hundred names. Mm-hmm. Gotta hope they spelled his name wrong. Andy Daniel. Well, okay, that's not perfect, but I mean, I'm still gonna print this out and put it on my fridge. Or I'll take a scan of it real quick. Wow. Finally, to be recognized by by our whole organization, this is an honor. Yeah, well, too bad you won't find my name in there. Wow, okay. Because because I'm not you know my name's not really agency right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's like Charlie I want to say that's why I tell people to call me got it <laughs> still haven't accepted my friend request on Facebook Pro- I'm not sure if it's you that I found but Mm-mm. this will help Mm-mm. so you head back down to the office and Andy you immediately go to your computer and you place the flash drive in. And you start combing through the emails that you found. And you mm-hmm. come across the LIF pharmaceutical email from Kuska Koniesco to Penelope Flores, the uh, representative of the Brightview Clinic. 
several emails are are very straightforward talking about um, funding and the uh, pharmaceuticals that they're utilizing. And then you do find some odd emails that talk about the drugs that are being used have been discontinued. They need to stop using these drugs. They're getting a cease and desist order. Hmm. Uh, and it looks like Penelope is responding by saying that, you know, they don't have the right to stop her research, that she is going to continue to use the drugs that she helped engineer to help people in mea culpa. And Kuska is like, we will send our people there to stop you if you do not stop using this drug. Got it. Uh, it seems like maybe Penelope was doing something illicit or against LIF pharmaceutical desires. And okay. uh, it's possible that um, maybe there was no um, affiliation with the LIF in what was happening there, or at least once they found out, they right. tried to stop it or something along that line. All right. Sounds like Kuska is uh, kind of blameless here, but we should still keep our uh, head on a swivel, if you know what I mean. The two of you get into Agency's van and head over to the LIF compound. I hope so, I'm dressed appropriately for this. Ooh. Did you have a clean tie this time? <laughs> yeah, I, I keep a special one. So the night before, Beatrice Money heads over to Marty's to meet with Laura Lennon at Marty's, the local family restaurant that has many different martinis known for their uncrustable martini. And you're probably about two or three drinks in. There's a couple of other, you know, office workers there with you that you're probably on a first name basis with. But you really spend your time with Laura and she kind of talks to you about her life and whatever you want to share with her. And she looks at you and goes, I, I don't know if I should, but should we get a third martini? Oh, um, sure. Great. Yeah. Great. So, I, I mean, you've been asking a lot of questions about, you know, um, the level of access that I have. I, it's true. I have a level three access card and you only have a level one. But look, after a couple of years, they usually, you know, elevate our scientists to different levels. And you should be able to get into some of the more fun stuff. Right. It's just that, you know... The things that I'm, I'm doing, right, the projects that I've been assigned to, uh, they're quite demeaning, really. And I feel like, you know, I've, I've spent, you know, at least 15 years of my life. Um, it just, it all feels a little bit trivial to me. So, you know, I don't know. I'm just, you know how they say that for geniuses like us, you know, to, to be bored is really the worst possible outcome, you know? And, yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Um, I mean, so I know, I, I know, I can't. I, I can't. You know, just um, expect to be given a level three card. But I don't know. Maybe I can live vicariously through you. What are you working on? Tell me. Oh, ah, uh, well, I mean, all kinds of stuff, really. But the number one thing we're working on right now is has a lot to do with the way people live their lives. You know. What we believe in, of course, is just improving everyone's lives. And it's like our message at life. And we we really want to make mea culpa like the ground zero of better living. And 
there's something big coming, you know? Um, I, I, I don't know what it is. I'm just kind of on the, the outskirts of, of this big project, but I hear Lars is supposed to be in tomorrow and he's supposed to give a speech to, you know, the entire staff and, uh, something big is happening. And, and I really think that we're going to make a difference. Yeah. Um, you know, that's what they say about us, uh, pharmatech companies, is that we make a difference. But we do. Um, I mean, I've seen it. Uh, you know, my my family members, my neighbors, even even my husband and my son, myself, we all take life pharmaceuticals and we're better for it. And, you know, I just, I wish everybody could. But, you know, the cost of... Just the cost of help these days. If you don't have insurance and the money, you know, not everybody out there is getting the help that they deserve. No, no. I mean, obviously, I am from uh, not America, and uh, I don't have the type of restraints on healthcare that you do. And oh, yeah, it's a it's a real terrible, terrible situation that you Americans are in. Get him. Get well, him. Um, look, I, I'm i not supposed to say anything, but I hear that our owner, Lars, he actually is going to make a big announcement. And from what I understand, he is going to be offering his new drug completely free for everyone. Like, you don't have to pay for it. And I think it's so amazing that he would do this. Think of it, it probably is going to cost him millions of dollars. I mean, I get it. He's the richest man in Sweden and, and probably the world, right? But the fact that he's willing to help everyone and give away this new drug that will help everybody live a better life. I mean, that's amazing. It, it just makes me want to cry. Oh, no, don't cry, darling. That's That would be dreadful. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I've learned when I came to America was that Americans don't believe in free lunches. And so I have to say that when you're a billionaire or a multi-billionaire, you probably don't believe in free lunches either. And so, you know, even if there's not a cost to the consumer, darling, there must be a cost somewhere. So who's paying the price? Oh, I mean, yeah, you you make a good point. Um, I don't know, I don't know, but maybe oh, it's yeah. maybe it's just goodwill, you know. I I just want to believe that Lars cares for people. You know, he comes from the Deus family, right? One of the I'm sorry, the, yeah, the Deus family, one of the biggest Swedish automotive manufacturing company families. He is just made of money, and that's how he started Life Pharmaceuticals. And oh, he is just, I see. who knows? I, I just, I think he is going to change the way the world is. I think you're absolutely right. I can't wait to hear his speech tomorrow. Um, you know, it, it's so exciting. I think I might just uh, take a shuttle to Mars or something, you know, just that good. Yeah, shuttle to Mars. Yeah. Well, look, I, I gotta go pee, so um, I'll be right back. But can you order me another dirty martini? Absolutely. All right, I'll be right back. 
She I order go ahead. I order her a dirty martini. I order seltzer water in a glass with a pickle for myself. Heard. Like in a martini. Ooh, that's glass. delicious. And have you been doing this for the last yeah. several? Okay. Yes. Um, while she is away, um, you notice that the rest of the group has started crowding around the um, jukebox and they're playing, you know, some standard journey song and they're all like mm-hmm. wooing out and uh you see that all of their belongings their purses are just sitting on the booths uh, of the table that you're at okay great all right i'm just kidding frederick obviously i'm gonna snatch <laughs> one of those goddamn level three or higher badges like, that's not safe i go tell them to keep an eye on their belongings yeah. And you do so with relative ease. There is nobody paying attention to what you're doing. And the drinks arrive, Laura arrives, and you continue to have this cocktail. And then at that point, Laura decides it is time for her to go home. Uh, and you both part ways. And uh, we will pick back up with uh, Andy. I'm sorry. Is she driving home or yeah. is she getting in a cab? Oh, I'm okay to drive. <laughs> oh no, darling! You're not. You're absolutely not. Um, I will drive you home. But you've no had problem. just as many as me. You've had three martinis, <laughs> and I've had three martinis. Right, but I'm British, <laughs> and I open the door. Oh yeah, British people love to drink. That makes sense. Okay, I guess uh, I'll, I'll go with you. You know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah i drive her home and you drive her home to suburbia it is just like tracked housing um you find a kind of like light pink house with a garage a lawn and she stumbles into the front door kind of waves at you and uh, she is gone i park her car and uh leave okay the next day, you make it to work, uh, and you find the bulletin. At 1 o'clock, there is going to be an assembly um, at one of their amphitheaters that are located on the compound. Uh, the owner is going to be making a speech uh, about a new kind of a, a new pharmaceutical innovation uh, that everybody in the company should attend, and uh, so you will be partaking that in as well. But for now... Uh, Andy and Agent yeah. C, you make it to Life Pharmaceuticals, and when I say compound, it is a compound. It, there are several buildings, large buildings of various sizes within kind of like a largely landscaped, almost kind of like a, a small little city uh, mm-hmm. that is a part of this company's uh, area. And uh, you kind of drive through the security checkpoint and you're going through what looks like incredibly taking care of landscaping. You pass several buildings and then you come to like this large skyscraper type building. And as you park, uh, attendants come up and they open the doors for you. And uh, you are immediately greeted uh, by this woman uh, who is in a lab coat. She has kind eyes and long blonde hair and goes... You must be Andy and Agency. Oh, yes. Uh, are you Dr. Kuniesco? I am. Uh, well, 
I'm not a doctor, so oh, you can just sorry, call me K. Sorry, lab coat kind of gave me away. Gave it away. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, I'm about to uh, put, give you a tour. Um, we're honoring you today. Uh, cool. NS9 has been an amazing division and department of our government. And for the things that you have done, we want to honor you. And we also want to kind of show you around our compound as well. Do you do this for a lot of other organizations or... Some, yes. I mean, for philanthropists, for stockholders, you know, sometimes we, you know, honor, you know, different political figures, mm. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and, and this is kind of like the first time we've done this for, a, you know, a government agency. Um, I'm very sorry to hear that Sergeant Cruz was unable to make it. But, uh, you know, honestly, I've I've been watching the news and 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 it's just so great to actually finally get to meet you, Andy and and Agency. It's uh what? it's an honor. Well, we we appreciate the recognition. You know, um, it's uh it's strange when you've been in the uh, job so long and uh, you would think that nobody knows that the organization even exists, and then all of a sudden, yeah. you know, a couple of high profile cases come around and. You know, it's it's kind of a little uh, surprising for me, but he's emotional welcome. about it. He won't show it, but he's emotional about well, it. Well, I'll be really honest. I have never heard of your organization prior to, I want to say, like a couple of news stories ago. Um, mm -hmm. And your name just started popping up everywhere. And it was like NS9 this and NS9 is at it again. I am referencing the power that you chose that made people yes. recognize your department. Yes, and, <laughs> and you know it's the weirdest thing. Until maybe a couple months ago, I don't even know if I had heard of uh, Life Pharmaceuticals, but I, I feel like I'm seeing them everywhere now. <laughs> yes, yes, no, we have been doing such amazing things. Um, you know, our motto is to make life better. Well, look, mm. why don't we bring you inside? I, I, you know, it's nice out here, but it's even nicer inside. And she starts yeah. escorting you into I, the I crack one of the windows open enough so that so my, my spear can shoot out if I need it to. Because I'm not going to bring my spear with me. I, I'm smart enough to know that. I was going to say, I, I thought we were already out of the car at this point. Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, just put Ret Retroactively, mm -hmm. yeah. Don't worry, our valet team will take care of your van. They'll leave it off to the side in our parking structure, and they'll come grab for it when you're when you're back out here. Are, are we'll, we allowed to let valet move? Oh, you just gotta be careful with that. That's government property. Absolutely, okay, cool. of course. Of Great. Course. Do we have like a snacks or coffee or something like that? Like a smoothie? You guys probably have smoothies. It's funny that you say that, and and this person just kind of walks up with a tray, and they have smoothies on a tray, and there's ah! like small little like mint leaves sticking out of it. This this is great. Is there booze in this? Oh, of course not. Unless you want some. <laughs> no, no, no. We're on. This yeah, is we're business. we're working right now. I'll I'll, I'll I think I'll pass. Uh, thank you for the offer, though. Um, you know, I just had some coffee, and I don't I don't know if it'll it'll go well on my palate. It's delicious, agency. You got to try it. It's delicious. I, <laughs> Andy, I appreciate it, but uh, I'm gonna well I'm gonna pass, we. But. We do have Moondrops coffee directly in our facility if you want some Moondrops. Ooh, that's the good stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's $3 a cup. It's got to be good, right? Well, but <laughs> it's actually free for you. Oh, well. We don't actually let our employees pay for anything on our compound. We have actually purchased all of these different companies, and now they're a part of life. Oh, 
they're not even like franchises. You just straight up own them. Yep. Oh, wow. That's, uh, I mean, that's pretty impressive. I mean, Hell yeah. it, so I, I guess I'm, 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 I'm a little ignorant. I'm not really read up on, on, on businesses. Uh, so what's, uh, what's your portfolio look like? Great, great. Hey, well, why don't you come with me and I will give you the tour. And Perfect. she takes you to this, like, you're, you're in this, like, extremely large, like, room. It, and you look up and it goes up, like, 40 stories. And there are just, like, these, like, stairways and, and just hallways. But it, there, it's all open space. And on the very, very top, there is some kind of art structure that looks like the sun. And you can yeah. see just people walking all over the place. There are like these glass walkways that cross over at certain points as you look up. And she takes you over to the side and uh, there is this large double doorway. And as she walks you towards it, two attendants open the doorway and you kind of walk into what looks like almost like a museum. And uh, you can see that there are these like pictures and there's like small plaques with paragraphs underneath them. She goes, look, this is where uh, we started. We're a very humble company. And she starts to kind of like both narrate and read off of some of the plaques as she's pointing out pictures. And you could kind of see the progression of the company. She talks about Lars. I, I mumble to agency. Yeah, all humble companies have a GD museum. Am I right? And then Schlorp loudly from my um, smoothie. <laughs> is your intention not to be heard, or do you to, think is to not be heard? Okay, okay. Minus the Schlorping. The Schlorping covering it. You know? Okay, got it, got it. So I, 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 I have to say. Um, uh, Kuzka, can I call you Kuzka? You could call me K. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so <laughs> K, I, I gotta ask. I mean, so th- this is a, an impressive facility you got here. I, how many? How many people work here? Yeah. Oh well, I would say that we have somewhere around five thousand nine hundred and forty-three employees. Oh, give or take, right? <laughs> Who's no, counting? Exactly. <laughs> oh, of course. Uh, of course. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And yes, I know it's kind of cliche. It, it is kind of like a museum, but we have a lot of the local schools come and we give them tours of our facility. And we just kind of like to be able to show what we're all about. Um, you know, Lars, the owner of the company, he is an amazing philanthropist. And mm-hmm. um, well, you know, he actually is here today and he has made a special request to meet the two of you. This never happens. He's usually like skiing in Sweden or something like that, you know, but he's here. That's what Paris Hilton. (laughs) Well, yes, they're actually really great friends. And Paris is fantastic. She is so great. She comes all the time. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, I mean, she's notoriously well-read. Yes. And she has actually helped with a lot of some of the pharmaceutical innovations we have here. She's actually incredibly intelligent. Oh, okay. Cool. You you learn something every day. But anyways. That's that's what I say. um, Yes. So, you know, Lars comes from money, of course, and he started this pharmaceutical company in Sweden. And, you know, just through his innovation and the scientists that he hired along the way, uh, we have been able to become this large corporation. And um, yes, we have bought other smaller companies, but nothing too intrusive. I mean, Moondrops was 
you know, just a smaller company, but they have great coffee. So that's yeah. so true. Yeah. I don't mind whatsoever. No, and I, I'm sure Maya Culpa is just thrilled to have you right in their backyard. Yeah, oh. and all the the pack the taxes you pay, you know, think job creating. It's great. Yes. Well, I mean, LIF Park is is just fantastic. The amount of open land and the trees and just places for children to be able to play. I mean, you know, that's what it's about, right? It it is gorgeous. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, V. Can I be eating cereal near them soon? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. You start to walk out of the museum and it looks like you're kind of coming into what looks like a staff employee type mess hall. And Kuska uh, kind of walks you through this area and she makes an announcement and says, everybody, I want to introduce you to the agents of NS9. And everybody starts to stand up and clap. Oh, wow. Is it like a natural reaction or is it a little like robotic? Is it, I, 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 well, I think it was probably something that was prefaced in a meeting <laughs> or like – are like an email that we were honoring in a, in a government agency. But for the most part, it seems genuine. It, it, the, the people that you see seem happy. They are, you know, not like the standard unhappy employees. Mm-hmm. Huh. I'll, Except uh, for I'll, one person who is sitting down eating cereal. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll kind of like look around and wave and I'll look over at Andy. It's like, I gotta be honest with you. I really hate all this attention. It's so weird. Uh, does B look like B? She put on glasses or something. Yeah, there's glasses. Her hair is up and like a little French twist type thing. Uh-huh. So she looks very professional. Um, but her lab coat is a little wrinkly. Would I recognize her or is, or is there a situation that, mm. you know, that night and day? Are you asking me? I, I think I'm asking... Yeah. Look, you I, and and V. I'm sorry. Just yeah. because Clark Kent puts on glasses does not mean he does not look like Superman. Yeah, but he doesn't also put up his hair. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. well, his hair is different. Kent had friggin' like Liberty spikes. You would know. You would be like, that's not Superman. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe that's true. Maybe. So when I see that Andy kind of clocks me, I'm going to stand up with my bowl in hand and just keep on eating on the <laughs> way over to him. What the f- That's B. B's here. Oh. I'll set my bowl down on a nearby ta- table and stick out my hand to shake. Dr. Beatrice Money. I mean, Dr. Beatrice Money. <laughs> it's so great to meet you. Oh, wow. Awesome getting to meet one of the LIF's... Uh, scientists uh uh and give it give a shake thank you so much for all you do of course dr money (laughs) as i let go of andy's hand he will feel the uh what's it called the the little level three card oh Oh, level three card yeah what the fuck Uh, so i'm gonna palm that to him it's just such a pleasure to finally be able to meet uh one of mayor culpa's finest yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you for visiting life. And I'll turn to Agency. I'm sorry, you said your name was? Uh, Agency, Dr. Uh, I Money. Dr. Money, of course. Thank you for your support. And uh, we'll see you around, I guess. Uh, we, <laughs> I, we, we're, we're just following uh, Miss Kate here. Kay, if all your scientists are this nice, we're going to have a long day. Full of smiles. 
hey, maybe we'll make some friends, and by the end of the night, we'll end up at Marty's. <laughs> <laughs> I love Marty's. I'm gone. I'm gone. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Not there anymore. Oh, I was about to offer Dr. Money to join us, but I don't know where she went. Busy, busy. You she know. is. She's one of our newest scientists. And, uh, Same she's in the world. Sorry, I had busy. to go put my bowl up. Oh. I heard my name, Dr. Money. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, it's you're one of our newest staff members. And did you want to come along with Andy and Agency? And, uh, you know, we're actually going to meet uh, Lars here in a little bit uh, prior to his announcement. And I know you haven't met him before. Would you be interested in meeting the man, the myth himself? Wow. The legend? The Lars. Wow. Yes. I was not expecting. Andy, were you expecting that today? Uh, When I woke up? No, never. Wow, we. Wow, hey. Yeah. I cough the word accent. <clears throat> Wowee. Kay continues to take the three of you, and you enter into what looks like a open courtyard. But it is rather small. But as you look up, there is no, like, roof or structure. And it goes into open sky, even though it's, like, 40 levels high. Whoa. And uh, in this well-manicured cour- courtyard is a statue of a man. And it is very regal. And uh, he is, like, looking down uh, and holding his hand out. And there's, like, several children, like, trying to put their hands up. And she goes... I don't trust anyone who has a statue of themselves. Yeah, this is a little much. Yes. A little musk. Well, this is... uh, Yeah, well, Lars, this is a statue of Lars. It's actually famous. Um, One of the most prominent Swedish artists um, had put this together and uh it is a scene when he actually was in the country of latvia and in one of their rural towns he actually created an infrastructure of water and plumbing and and brought life back to that city uh that was essentially just a rundown shanty town and uh wow is that why water's running out of his mouth <laughs> yes oh exactly. i thought he was crying yes hey maybe we got to introduce yeah. this guy to flint Michigan, right? <laughs> it is both a metaphor <laughs> okay, okay. for the water that he provided, but the tears that he shed when he saw people living this way. It's quite atrocious, I know. Uh, it's garish. No, what is but... it? What is that made of? It's. Uh, I think it's Rice Krispies treats. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a special compound. It's uh, well, it's called theonite, but uh, it's part silvery and part brass and uh, it's not a lot of people know about this we actually found it in latvia and uh yes this famous swedish artist uh made this statue and beside Mm. you you see this man who is incredibly sunburnt and he also (laughs) has like dirty blonde hair and he's wearing a hawaiian shirt and shorts he's got like these sandals on like jesus sandals Mm mm-hmm yeah, uh, at first when I found out that he was having water pour out of the statue, I was like, uh, I don't know if this is a great choice, but I mean. Oh, it's all artist interpretation, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I, I think it's stupid, but whatever. 
I mean, if you, if I'm being quite honest, I mean, we live in an area where water conservation is actually quite important, and um, you should probably consider turning off the water. You know, just making it more of a su- perhaps if you had succulents kind of coming out of your mouth. No, that would look like vomit. oh, you're you're the guy. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't recognize you. I'm terribly sorry, uh, uh, Mr. Lars, uh, Mr. Mickelson. But you could call Mr. me Mickelson. Lars. Sorry. Yes. Oh, sh- that's you. Oh, I, I'm so sorry, sir. It's hard to tell. It's like Can brown and made us? from metal. Well, I didn't want to ruin the surprise. It's he likes to do this. Uh, uh, good, to, good to meet you, and thank you so much for having us here. You know, I I think with all this publicity, <laughs> we'll oh. probably finally get a working coffee machine in our in our office. <laughs> Agent, please do not thank me. I need to thank you. I've heard of some of the amazing things you've done for the city of Mea Culpa, uh-huh. and you know, Mea Culpa, I hold very dear to my heart, and uh, I just want to thank you, Agent. Uh, it was Agent Daniels, correct? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like an administrator, but they do let me have a manual and a gun. So it's kind of agency. Am I describing it correctly? I'm kind of like, I'm kind of like an agent, but not really. Andy, you know? we did make you an agent. Oh, re- I forgot. Yes. You're an agent. I'm an wow. agent. Yeah, I'm an agent. Um, yeah. Well, I was about to say, if you weren't, I could have a conversation with Sergeant (laughs) Cruz for you. But, you know, seems like he got ahead of it. Yeah. Is that is that something that Tim Lanning is just forgetting? Yes. I don't don't recall. Did we do that? We so I think we did a thing where Frank and Gina were made agents. And then I think uh, Andy was also made an agent, but he was still the junior agent. Ah, uh, no, I don't think so. I think it was the fact that when Frank and Gino were introduced, they were introduced as agents. And then Andy was like, what the fuck? They're agents. And then Frank was like, oh, hey, like, go do my laundry because you're not an agent uh, yet. So he's technically not I an thought, agent. Okay. I thought we – Yeah. Okay. You you haven't well, chosen the power that I'm allows sorry. you to introduce people into the agency because nope, you're going to do that for it. V nope, and not taking Andy, it. but you didn't take it. Nope, not doing it. So sorry, Tim, you're not an agent yet. Yeah, I'm not an agent. I'm I'm uh, I'm an assistant um, to the agents, and so I go on field work with them like a like a like a partner you, you know like a like a partner well that's like a, a robin to his batman <laughs> uh, he's kind of deputized i like the reference but i think that's complete hogwash i'm gonna have a conversation with sergeant cruz and we're gonna have you become an official agent by oh. the end of today I oh personally talk wow to I, that's that's totally fine i i I, I'm fine going through the the agent process just like everyone else. I'm still studying, and I don't want to be treated differently. Ooh. I'm not taking the power. You can't do this. <laughs> Look, you're a Daniels, okay? And uh, I know your family as well, so let's not uh, sell you know yourself. my family? Sh- That's a conversation for another day. Um, and are you, yes, Miss Beatrice Money? One of our premier British scientists, is that correct? (laughs) That's right. I'm British. Well, welcome to our team. I'm really excited that you transferred over to our company. I've heard amazing things about your last 15 years wealth of work, and it is quite exciting for you to join us. 
It is exciting, and I'm um, I'm I'm actually quite excited to see that you're putting so much um, uh, ambition towards uh, uh, making sure that Andy here becomes a a full fledged member, uh, an agent, if you will. That's so exciting, and um, you know it, it's interesting how you know those those that have you know millions and billions of dollars just you know they're able to poke their noses right into places they didn't belong and make changes even though they may not know if um that's actually in the best interest of everyone i'm sorry i have to tell it like it is in british Beatrice. we wouldn't have it any other way of course miss i'm sorry dr money um Yes, well, I'm sorry. Uh, Andy, uh, his family is old friends of mine. Uh, his grandfather, Elaine Durant, is uh, a friend of my father's. And so I thought it would just be nice for me to extend the courtesy that his family extended to me a long time ago. I'm sorry, you said Elaine Durant? That is correct. Um, I just... I. I didn't know that you knew Elaine Durant. I do. Uh, do. Doctor, do you? Yeah, doctor. Uh, uh, is that a, a common a common uh, name in Britain? Or I, I don't think so. Um, I'm so sorry. I don't know, even know if I know a Elaine Durant. It, it just seems like, but I can't quite place who it is that I know like that. Well, sorry. I, so I have a lot of uh, 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 phone calls to make because I was getting the mega blocks for my birthday instead of Legos. I'm kidding, Lars. But no, that is true. I did not get a lot of gifts from that side of the family, the Durant side. Well, yes. I mean, you have to understand uh, Elaine, he comes from a, a very poor family, but uh, he shows he, it his love in a different way, yeah. Probably. Yes, yes. And um but a good friend of my father's. They go back. But anyways. What's if that your father really did? I, I, something automobiles? Or yes, yes. Like uh I come from the uh Deos automotive family, that is correct. Uh we have the largest Swedish manufacturing company for cars. Um, I mean, of course, I'm not associated to it. I've decided to separate myself from the family business and start a life in pharmaceuticals. And as you can see, here we are today. Right. Quite quite flourishing. Yes. And do you take your family with you on adventures back and forth between <laughs> Sweden and America? I mean, on vacations, um, yes. Yeah, your wife, your children, girlfriends... <laughs> Well, yeah, my my wife and children, of course. Uh, you know, of course, I had girlfriends uh, before my wife, but uh, that was just my clever way of asking if you were seeing The British—they're quite forward. I am married, and he taps a plain silver band on his finger. I just let the awkward silence lie. Um. Okay. Well, with that, I believe, uh, Mister Mickelson, you have a. Each coming up um, at the General Assembly. Um, how about I take the three of you and we will go get some refreshments and Ooh. I will get you a box seat in our auditorium so that you could be a part of the live show. 
live show. Well, Lars, uh, Mr. Mickelson, it was great meeting you. Thank you so much for uh, setting up this tour. Kay's been excellent. And he extends his hand out to you. And prior to you going to reach it, there's a voice in your head that says, do not touch his hand. I kind of think that's weird. And I shake his hand or I go to shake his hand as normal. You feel a slight static electricity feeling, just like a pop of electricity as you grab hands. And he looks at you and there's almost like a curious look on his face. And then he makes a small smile and he pats the back of your hand with his other hand, kind of like one of those clasps. And yeah, then, politician style. Yeah, and then goes and, and, and gives a hand to agency. Do you shake his hand? Yeah, I'll go. I'll shake his hand. Okay, you shake his hand. Nothing happens, and then he extends his ha- hand to uh, Doctor Money. Would you like to shake Lars Mickelson's hand? No, he's married. I, I would never. <laughs> no offense, it's understood. I, I British. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> it it's customary in in in. Uh... I got to be honest, I really thought America was repressed, but I guess I know where we got it from. (laughs) That's not even handshaking. Weird. Well, I have a question, actually. Did I clock the little, uh, like, zip-zap between Lars and Andy? Did her her bee buzz a go? I I feel like you saw a strange exchange between the two of them because his facial features changed immediately after grasping his hands. But that didn't happen with Agent C. Something about shaking hands with Andy... Firm handshake. Changed Not the like way old noodle arms. Lars looked at him. And it was a look of curiosity and interest. Um. Yeah, so when he comes to, like, uh, you know, shake hands, I'm going to give him more of an elbow bump, you know, like kind of germaphobe style. But that's really, that's as far as I would take that. Okay. Kay takes you over to like what looks like a like a little cafe shop. They get whatever refreshments you would like, food or drink wise. And then she kind of takes you up a flight of stairs and you have what looks like a private box in a large theater auditorium. I got sliders with nacho cheese on them instead of like American cheese. Absolutely. In a big bowl of mint chocolate chip ice cream. Like, this rules. Whatever you want, you can have because they have the chefs and facilities to do so. It is quite impressive. Sweet potato tots. Done. (laughs) What? Dr. Money. Cereal. (laughs) Yeah. I guess we'll just have cereal. Uh, More Rice Krispies, please. (laughs) Yeah. And as you kind of sit down and enjoy your snacks and your refreshments – the auditorium goes dark and it you've been watching people kind of like file in and there's a buzz going along with everybody. There's an energy in the crowd. Everybody's talking with each other, trying to figure out what the big announcement is going to be. Agency is going to lean over to Andy and be like, it's really fucked up, isn't it? Yeah, they all kind of seem like they're in a cult. Yeah. Uh, and I whisper in his ears, that's B, which I think you know, but uh, yeah. she gave me this like access card that I saw some of them use to open doors. So if we need to, you know, break bad, we can. Fred, are we being supervised? No, you are by yourselves. Kay has left. Oh, this wow. might be 
a good time. I kind of everyone's I, distracted, right? You're definitely right, but I still really want to see what they have to say. Are they li- they're live streaming it, right? Just friggin' pull up the live stream. The lights go out. Shit. And a huge screen on the stage turns on. And a commercial comes on. And it's very possible that you have, might have seen this commercial maybe on TV or, you know, when you're walking through a hospital. Or at mm. the beginning of this episode. And this music plays. <laughs> We here at Life make life important. We make families stronger. We mend hearts and the broken. We help one another. We're not just looking for cures. We are the cure. Working together for a healthier mea culpa. LIF Pharmaceuticals. Change the way you live your life. All of these crazy lights come on, and in the center of the stage is Lars Mikkelsen, the owner of LIF Pharmaceuticals. Is he and still wearing his Hawaiian shirt and shorts? He's he's in like Birkenstocks. a yeah, he's kind of like in a nicer set of clothing. He's obviously changed out of what he was casually still wearing. Still sunburned. Yeah, yeah, he is still sunburned. He's probably wearing like a, a turtleneck sweater, designer sweater, uh, and like uh, slacks. Uh, He's uh, got like a, a microphone. Ah, uh, so painful. I respect he that. starts to address the crowd and kind of like gets everybody to calm down and goes, That has been our motto. That is the commercial that we show to Mea Culpa because that is who we are. And I believe in what we do here at Life Pharmaceuticals, and I hope that all of you do as well. Now, I know there's been a lot of buzz, but I wanted to make sure that I announced this to you, our family, first, before announcing it to the world. But we have engineered a new drug that will change everyone's life for the better, and we're going to give it to them for free and the crowd goes wild that is where we're gonna call it Hey everyone, I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to our new Geekly Inc. project, Vanguard of the Veil. We're having so much fun playing and producing this new show, so stay tuned for more to come. If you're interested in learning more about our podcast, follow us on Twitter at Vanguard Veil. If you want to hear more shows like ours, make sure to check out Cthulhu and Friends and Greetings Adventurers, a part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you wanted to follow the people who make this show, you can follow the keeper, Fred, at I Think I'm Fred. Agent C is played by Matthew at Matthew M. Morris. Andy is played by Tim at Tim Lanning, and B is played by Veronica at Typical Veronica. Our show is also edited by Steph at Steph O. Kingston and produced by yours truly. All music and sound effects are courtesy of Epidemic Sounds.